Hey, Brightsiders. I know I've been a little inconsistent as of late, but when your dad dies and your dog dies and you work for yourself, you get to do whatever the fuck you want. But that's also why sometimes you have to uh, work instead of record this podcast. Although I did technically record part of an episode at work, quote unquote, last week, which you'll, you know, I'm not even going to spoil it. Uh, it's something that we even talk about in the little clip with comedian Nick Turner is something we do for money here in LA. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to actually tease something. But yeah, I'm back, guys, and hopefully we'll have consistent episodes. But, you know, it's not just me in LA who has to work. Sometimes the guests have to work, too. But yeah, just enjoy. Oh, yeah. All right, well, then let's do the intro. All right, you're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It's your CBT on CBD. And yeah, that's right, guys. Uh, it's cognitive behavioral therapy. Ah, I see you questioning yes. me. On uh, CBD is a cannabinoid. Um, I'm familiar with yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. I don't know about. All right, and my guest today is comedian Nick Turner. Yeah. All right, Nick, tell everybody what you're about. Hi. <laughs> that's it. That's all I get. You're, oh, you're you like didn't a lot ask of me a question. Yeah, I said, you know, wh- what are you about, Nick? Oh, great. Yeah, come on. I'm just about like positivity. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of times in life, you know, life will knock you down. <laughs> and I think what's most important is not that you get knocked down, <laughs> but that you get back up. Yeah. Jumba yeah. Jumba. Yeah. Keep fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Thank. Good question. Yes. Uh, well, most of my episodes are the bright side of. I mean, last week I did losing a parent because that happened to me. What are we here to talk about, Nick? Is it the bright side of uh, working oh. audience stuff for money? I'm gonna have hey, you're messing up my podcast, man. The audience? Uh, a little too soon. My dog died Saturday. No. So, like, <laughs> I really didn't want everyone to feel bad for me, but she was 16 at this time. No. <laughs> I was just like, damn. Oh, my God. I hope that Milky Way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, no. Yeah, come here. Thank you. That was perfect. Yes, thank you so much. But let's make this a real episode Monday. Let's I'm make turn it. Where do you record? Uh, in, right next to WB. So... Uh, so not okay, Chatsworth. Cool. I'm, I actually Very record cool. in Los Angeles, technically. What's that? I even record in Los Angeles, technically. Okay. So so better than Chatsworth. Do you ever do uh, South LA? No. Oh, no, man. Oh. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> well, I can't wait. Uh, maybe Kardashian facts? Like Mrs. Brightside? Well, the Podcoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Yes, that's very difficult to say. Just get the Podcoin app on iPhone or Android. It's free and super easy to use. You can use the Podcoin you earn to claim gift cards and donate to charity. It literally is amazing. It turns your podcast listening into charity, or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I don't judge. I use the Podcoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I love it. Go get it on the App Store or Google Play today. Seriously, just get the Podcoin app and use invite code BRIGHTSIDE. You'll get 300 Podcoins just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 Podcoins just for signing up if you use promo code BRIGHTSIDE. Go give the Podcoin app a try today. Be that boo, 
It's Mrs. Bradside. Uh, open up the curtains. Look outside. What's outside? It's Mrs. Brightside. You're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It's your CBT on CBD. And I really did have to think hard to get it that right that time, guys. Like, I will say, because I'm a little high, I ate an edible and went swimming, which is one of my favorite things to do. But we're not here to talk about me, or, I mean, frankly, we always do that anyway. But let me introduce my guest. Who are you and why are you here today? Uh, My name is Josh Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am here today because I met you at AfterBuzz TV as an Mm -hmm. engineer, and uh, we both have podcasts, and we kind of want to collaborate at some point, and we're going to talk about being on the bright side of not being an influencer, from what I understand, right? Yeah, because, uh, and I was glad you said it, because I had totally forgotten what we picked, because there were a few things. That edible strong. Yeah, as That's, I say. I'm yeah. Like, and I think it's because I get in the hot tub. Like, for whatever reason, the hot tub always, like, increases the effects. That's why, I, that's how I used to do drugs. Like, was, like, whatever would make it increase, right. like, we would do. Because the our friend who was, like, the biggest drug addict, like, I don't know if you, like, rank your friends and their level. Uh, yeah, I have a power rankings. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but, like, this guy, like, he was our friend's older brother and he was pretty fried from drugs but he always knew how to like increase the high like whether you were doing ecstasy it'd be like vitamin c and i worked at smoothie king so like we got vitamin c pills and like so we were pretty like cool and then like you take that with the xc and it lasts a lot longer or and then drink a lot of orange juice and stuff just just pack in vitamin c as much as you can Or if you do like stuff like Klonopin, where it says don't drink grapefruit juice, drink that grapefruit juice. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like I'm learning more about drugs in a minute of your podcast than I ever learned here in Los Angeles. And that says a lot because there's a lot of drugs floating around Los Angeles. Yeah, I know. Like, Reap was a smart guy. Like, you know, he's, I think, homeless now, but it's whatever. Wow. But yeah. What's his name? Reap? Reap? Reap. Reed. Oh, you said Reap. Okay, yeah. Reed. I heard of Reed. Probably the cat mouth. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I'll drink more of this Perrier here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, you came, to, and I liked your idea because as we were talking uh, off mic, like, I have a character on Instagram, uh, Basic Betty, that all, her whole thing is trying to be an influencer. And that's why I thought yeah. of it, because of that character. Yeah. And yeah. thank you. Because, yeah, it's one of those things that you and I probably have a similar approach to, like, that's so lame. Like, and, and that sort of me is, like, that's so basic. And, like, a lot of people I know, sadly, kind of want to do that. Basically, it's being paid to do nothing and to be nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel that way, too. And I, as a host, I know you probably feel this way, too, because we're surrounded by a lot of the same people. It's not that I don't like these people. It's just I don't understand it myself, and I can't bring myself to actually do it, and it confuses me. I, I get why you would want to be an influencer. It's free stuff, right? You might get paid for certain things. All you got to do is post things on Instagram, but at the same time, it's like... Yeah, I, I do think that sometimes, just because I need the money, but right. if someone is going... If you just offer to pay me, like, ten bucks to post something, I don't really care. I'll do it. Like, right. unless it's just, like, you know, promoting a Nazi museum or something. Like, I have a, I have a small <laughs> line. Okay. But, like... That's good to know. Yeah, That's good like, to know. I do have a little bit of a line, but for the most part, it's like, whatever. Like, Nazis, no. Hard drugs, yeah. absolutely. I will do it. Well, yeah, no questions don't asked. Don't do heroin or meth. Right. Those things are bad. But and like you can smoke pot as much as you want. Just be responsible. Just like right. you would drink. Um, most pills, if monitored by a doctor, are okay. But I think people do a little too much of that. Okay. Um, and yeah, just 
watch your opiates, and then uh, with cocaine, I think it should be legal, you know, like a fireworks, where on special <laughs> Okay. Because, like, it's really fun, but you really should not right. do that all the time, and it shouldn't be available, just like So fireworks. just on July 4th, you can just... Yeah, this is actually a stand-up bit of mine, so don't worry, that all wasn't right. new. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cocaine is fireworks. It was a really long way to get around that, but yeah. Um, do you ever get paid to do social media I've, I've never in my life have done uh-huh. it. That yeah. almost seemed like, have you ever smoked weed? <laughs> <laughs> like back in the 90s when people cared? Uh, yeah. Not inhale. I, I, I've never got paid mm. to do anything like that. Actually, I don't really post on Instagram too much. I probably post maybe 9 to 10 or 11 posts a year. Uh-huh. You know, we had the top 9 last year. Yeah. Uh, Instagram did this thing called the top 9. My top nine was all the nine photos that I posted. Like, I literally posted just nine photos last year. Wow. So that's how inactive I am on Instagram, which is a shame because I'm told, as a host, you're supposed to post on Instagram. Well, and that's where I have to... It, that it kind of annoys me because I honestly only like to look at sexy pictures of myself. Like, right. You know, whenever you... I used to be a lingerie model. Like, it was funny. Like, because I will say, it's like, you like to look at nice professional photos of things like that. But, like, everyday photos of me, like, I don't need that. I don't need someone to know I was somewhere with a picture of me. Right. I would rather take a picture of that thing. Right. But I have had to start switching to that for that same stupid reason of, like, people want to see it, okay. Right, but you can't can't look at the camera, though. Yeah. You you can't look at the camera. It has to be a planned, planned. Yeah, and I kind of, like, just want to have... I make them as goofy as possible because it is just one of those things. And it's like, I will only do selfies if you pay me. (laughs) (laughs) It's because it's, like, really... I I don't don't get it. Have you gotten paid for anything? Yeah, a few things, like, getting paid for posts. But in my view is, like, it's not any different than the job I get paid for the most anyway is being a promotional model. Got it. Like, where I basically just... It's, like, hosting, but, like, live. Where people give me a product, I tell people about it and give them free shit or whatever. Got it, yeah. And things like that. And so that's me. I'm like, basically, it's just a promo I don't have to leave my house for. Got it. So, like, that, that that's good. And, and if you companies want more of that, I am fully willing to do that. Like, <laughs> so you are, you are willing to be oh, an yeah. influencer, but you don't want to put the work into being an influencer. No, I am a comedian, but right. I need money. Right. Like, that is the difference. See, now that's what an influ- influencer would say to me. It's like, yeah. well, why don't you just put in the work so that you can make money if you need yeah. money? So what, what would be the bright side of not being an influencer? Well, because, um, yeah, I mean... I think that you and I are more like the non-fluencer. Yes. Or oh, like, I like that. Um, what is it? The no-getter? That's uh, <laughs> um, the no-getters. Because, you know, we we want the money for it. Like, right. I, I'm guessing if you, someone paid you, you would do it, right? It, de- it depends on yeah. what it was. I mean, yeah. you can't bring a t- uh, product to me that I yeah. don't care about and then expect me to post a picture of it because I really post pictures of anything. Yeah. So it depends on the product. Yeah, but I don't necessarily seek that out, like, yeah. you know, and, and think that that's what I want to do. That pays my bills to uh, get me to do comedy. Like, right, And right. that's how I see it, is I'm like, uh, that is not my job, that is how I get paid. Or Right. And, it, and it's just like when people do kind of like commercial work and it is an actor. It's like, you know, you're getting paid to be an actor, okay, on something else, but it's not. It's so you can do that indie film or whatever. Right. Yeah, I'm guessing Los, An- Los Angeles yeah. is so expensive that you could kind of just take whatever you can get, right? Any type yeah. of monetary value you can, you, you can make or whatever, you, you take it in, no matter what it is. Yeah, what's the weirdest thing you've done for money here? Uh, oh, another gotcha question. Weirdest thing I've done for money? I, I don't really know if, if I've done anything weird. Um, 
I've done like little things like construction, uh, audience work. We were just talking mm-hmm. about yeah. that. Audience work yeah. is one of the best and worst things you can do because most of the people you're with are scum, especially if you work for that certain company, but I'm not really allowed to mention <laughs> it. Like, you work with some pretty scuzzy people, but at the same time, you are getting thirteen twenty-five an hour to clap for TV shows. And I get yeah. it in cash. I don't know what company you use, but yeah. I get it in cash. Some of them are cash, some yeah. are check. I don't care. The it's cash like, is beautiful. Yeah, oh cash God. is the best. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, audience work. And I'm not ashamed of that. I no, still do it every I'm once in a while, too. I'm yeah. like, it, my brother, he works in Texas. And he is like the assistant manager of Spencer's. Uh, or whatever. Or at least for like the next week. He's quit. Because um, he gets paid like less than 10 bucks an hour. Oh, my because God. Because the minimum wage there yeah. is like nine or something. And he is like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I would tell my friends back in New York, like, I'm being paid to literally stick, like, yeah. clap. At TV shows and watch the shows that you watch on television, yeah. and then every once in a while you see me on there, so it's pretty cool. I've gotten some snapshots of me like doing this. See, I yeah. don't want to be seen. Like I do, I like I always dress just enough to not get thrown out, but just bad enough that they'll put me in the back. I do not want to be on camera. Like or I will like hide at the back if I can. Like. Because, like, I don't care. Like, if it, if you see me, you see me. But I'm like, some of these people really want to be seen. So I'm like, put them up there. Yeah. I do not care. Yeah, a lot of them take that as their yeah. one shining moment. So I know. And that's to me. I'm like, I'm not that altruistic because it's really like, because I just don't care. Right. But it's like, yeah, let them have it if they want it. Right. Yeah. I agree. Just because I'm like, whatever. I will say, like, some of the shows I actually thoroughly enjoy. Like, I'm very disappointed that apparently Steve Harvey's talk show has been canceled. I've heard. Because yeah. that was one of my favorite things to do audience work for. Steve Harvey. I've been there yeah. one time. Steve Harvey show. That's it. Because you would get free shit and you would be there forever so you got paid more because he never shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he always lectures his audience. He always lectures his audience. And that was, like, the best part because, like, other people would get annoyed but, I, and, and, but I'd be like, I don't have shit else to do. Right, and I just need this cash, so I was just into it, and um, I I really enjoyed going and listening to his sermons because too I really respect him because he is someone who worked really hard to get where he is, like a lot like Adam Carolla, like he's my main hero. I'm like anybody who came from nothing and became something, I I really respect them, and so it was always funny to me, and everyone else is usually looking at me like when I'm laughing at his way inappropriate jokes because they're. There is no telling how much extra footage there is of Steve Harvey <laughs> because most of that stuff did not make to air. But yeah, and you would get free shit. Like, you say that? Like, that That was one yeah. of the best parts. I only went once and I didn't get anything oh, for free. I'm sorry. Nothing for free. Or the reel is really fun because, like, Never it, been there either. it tapes yeah. like it's 6 a.m., and but it's at Warner Brothers. Is that right an all by female audience? Something? Want nothing but females? Yeah, usually, like, they'll let a few dudes. Okay. But yes, yeah, they probably let you in because, like, they want, you know, a few. Yeah. But, yeah, it is really funny because, like, I'll even, like, spec, like, whenever it's taping because I live next to Warner Brothers. So, yeah, I don't mind getting up at, like, 5 a.m. and going there. Why not, right? Because it's, like, yes, it's just, a like, like 50 bucks or so. But you know what? I have the whole rest of the day, and I felt <laughs> like I did something. And I can take a nap. Right. You made money. Yeah, I know. I'm, like, it's amazing. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm, like, giving people ideas. Like, don't, don't camp on my turf. <laughs> but, yeah, it's awesome. Um, highly recommend uh, doing that if you live in Los Angeles. As, I agree. As a job. I agree. Because, yeah, it's at least fun. Uh, the weirdest thing I ever got paid for, which is funny that I learned at After Buzz years later, was I got paid 
to take a Pilates class taught by Maria Menounos on Hermosa Beach. Yeah. Wait, they paid you to do that? Yeah, because apparently, like, the event wasn't promoted enough or something. Like, they were having trouble, like... (laughs) Was was Kevin there just handing out cash to everybody? No, it wasn't Kevin. Like, but it was actually through a promo company, so that was why I trusted it. Because if I had just seen this on If you just saw Kevin underground. (laughs) Yeah, certainly if it had Kevin's picture or Kevin was anywhere... I would be like, this is prostitution. <laughs> like, I am going to be into human trafficking. Right. But no, it was through a promo company I'd worked with before. And because sometimes they'll have, like, seat fillers or things like that, right. too. And it was, yeah, like, I got paid good money to go to Hermosa Beach. And luckily, I lived in Santa Monica at the time, so I didn't have to cross the floor off of that. Holla. Uh, yeah, that's local jokes for you people who don't live in LA. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it was in Hermosa Beach and yeah. Wow. Look at that. I just take two Pilates classes at this event taught by Maria Menounos. And they paid you for that. Yeah. That was the only time I got paid for something with Maria Menounos. A... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. That was funny. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then that's how we met years later yeah. at AfterBuzz. After Buzz, I was an engineer. You were a host. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That was the thing. And I, I liked I liked that whole circle that you were in, at least the circle that I perceived to be in, like Lex yeah. and Tori. Yeah. That that was probably I'm not gonna lie, probably my favorite circle to after Buzz because you guys always put on an entertaining show and were funny and oh, didn't yeah. and didn't take yourselves too seriously. That's another thing. No, and and yeah. that was the thing It's like most people liked that. Like yeah. we were the legends of after Buzz. Not to sound like we were great, much like the legends of tomorrow, the show that. We pretty well mostly did. It was me, Lex, Frank, and Dave. That was really fun. Frank, and, yeah. And, and I did my job. I got Don Constantine on that show. Boom! Another character. Like, that was me, guys. And I say that all the time, but you know it's true because you follow me on Twitter, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, it and, and the writers confirmed it. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those things that that was really fun. Like, it's... Yeah, I like to think of it sort of like how people like Adam Sandler think about SNL. This is how highly I think of myself, apparently. It's <laughs> <laughs> like not-so-humble brag. I like to think of myself as one of the best comedic minds. No, you guys, you were a fun no. throwing crew to watch. Yeah. An engineer, too, because yeah. as an engineer, like you go through like seven, eight straight after shows and... Some, it's yeah. hard. Sometimes it's hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, because there was a lot of terrible hosts there. Like, I, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I love AfterBuzz. <laughs> I love AfterBuzz. I have nothing but positive things to say about me. Yeah, because that, so. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, it was a good time, but yeah. let's face it, not all good shows. <laughs> let's just say this. And, and even some I was on. I'm like, right. that was not, yeah, that's me. I'm like, sometimes I'm, it's just a panel. You, yeah, you just some don't... things just don't work. Because yeah. that's me. I'm like, I'm not just shitting on everybody. Like, I'm shitting on me, too, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, some stuff just doesn't work. And, and it's just like SNL or anything else like when you're doing that much like out there in the public not everything is going to work well that's true but that's what did was whenever it was like the team of us like or people that work well it's like I was one of the few people that just like clicked with different groups like I think because like you know and you know you could kind of be a chameleon because yeah I, I was known for the DC crap and then or it's good crap uh I mean that in a loving way well, and then the soaps. Right. Which is ridiculous, but I love it. Yeah. And I would do yeah. mostly sports, but like I'd also yeah. do like Mr. Robot, which is like yeah. a, a dark drama, so. 
I know, and that's the thing is I like that you're a sports person because I am too. Yeah. And I'll make a lot of references, and I think to tell you, most of my guests have been nerds, like just nerds. I'm yeah. a nerd too, but I'm also a sports nerd. There you go. But they were just nerd nerds, and so when I would make a reference to things, they wouldn't get what I was saying, and it was painful. Yeah, I had to refrain from doing that a lot too about AfterBuzz because there were very few sports people at AfterBuzz. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and that's kind of where the pool of I get people. That's the thing is I'm still very much a part, like, you know, giving people, like, you know, things. Because I'm like, yeah, there were a lot of great people who were good hosts, so why would you not have them be a guest on your podcast? Exactly. Yeah, and people you work with. Because that's when things work. And I think that's where people kind of don't get in the entertainment industry is really all of what it's about. Is who do you work well with, and that's all that really matters. It's true. Yeah. I agree. And, and yeah, sometimes people just don't fit. Yeah. And it's okay to say it. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that firsthand at AfterBuzz. I'll tell you oh, that yeah. as an engineer, I saw that firsthand. Every day. Yeah. Every day. And now, a word from our sponsors. Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by Pink Honey Collective, the leading self-care brand in the CBD industry with a mission to provide high-quality CBD goodies for all of the busy bees who believe in holistic healing. You can grab your bath, beauty, and wellness products for you and your pet at www.pinkhoneycbd.com and get 20% off with code BRIGHTSIDE. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Pink Honey CBD and Pink Honey Collective. That's promo code BRIGHTSIDE, one word, at pinkhoneycbd.com. Yeah, and it's just one of those things that you have to decide for yourself where you fit. And, like, you know, just, you know, some things are going to work out. I mean, that's how there's a lot of episodes of this podcast. It's sort of the bright side of, like, failures and, you know, sort of realizing that maybe you're, you don't fit here or there. And that's sort of like going back to the influencer. I right. I feel like point. I don't yeah. fit in like mm-hmm. as yeah. a non-influencer yeah. type of thing because I feel like everyone around me is trying to be one or not so much be a hardcore influencer but have their social media pages where it's like they're open to it. And I, yeah. I, I don't know how to do that. My personality won't allow me to do that. Now, I'm not saying people who do it yeah. have something wrong with them. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But me, as my, I don't know how to put a picture of myself looking the other way every week for likes <laughs> to try to promote myself. Like it's, it's, it's a very awkward and weird feeling for me. It makes me extremely uncomfortable. And that's a weird thing saying because we're hosts. I mean, the reality yeah. is that we like attention. We like... Oh, I hate attention. Like, Do you really? Actually, stop it. No. How are you a host and don't like attention? No, because I like to get paid to be funny. Like, and that But that's, means, that's attention. But no, I just want to make other people laugh. I don't need them to look at me. Like, that's why I like podcasting is because I don't have an audience. Stand up... I, you know, I see as a means to an end, and that's all I've always seen it, was to finally get behind the mic. Interesting. Or like, or like a smaller, like, you know, I always like the late night talk show feel, but like still then, I don't want to be able to see the people. And even in there, stand-up, I don't like... Yeah, there are very few hosts I come across I hate who say human that. connection. Stop it. We're oh, connecting right now. This is... Oh, yeah. Well, I, thought, I mean, I, thought we had a I nice have connect- people on my podcast. Yeah. Like, this is my, you know... Right robotic form of human connection. This is you forcing yourself to have a conversation with somebody yeah. so you don't lay in bed in solitude. Yeah, what did I say before that I thought was really profound, you know, going how much I love me? Um, I was like, I I like to, a podcast because I don't have to listen to people. Or And then I was like, but I like, or I, I don't like to talk to people, so that's why I like podcasts, but I do a podcast so I get to talk to people. Interesting. 
Yeah. So you're not going to talk to anybody after you, I leave this I'm apartment. going to my friend's house for oh, okay. because All right, she's so not that. Because she's back from Italy. I mean, I do go out sometimes, right. but yeah. You're just introverted. That's yeah. what it sounds like. You're introverted. You need the energy to go out if you do go out, and you like your, you're like your small circle. Yeah, I'm like, I like certain people. And that's the thing is, I guess I make people feel special because it's like, I only like like a handful of people. Right. So, like, if I like you, that's good because I don't really give a shit about most people. But I was trying to find something I said to this effect. Yeah. I don't really understand wanting indiscriminate attention. Most people are pretty annoying. Even the few individuals whose attention I actually don't hate, I only like in small (laughs) doses. Yeah, I know this is why I'm single, but change is only for those who give a shit. (laughs) This was me on Twitter yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah, I know. I was like, hold on, I said something like that. That's funny. So that was why I was like, yeah, you were talking about it too. Like, you don't like attention. Well, I think we all crave some some sort of attention. Like, like for me, obviously, the attention that I, I craved isn't through social media it's not yeah. through like it's weird like I like the attention I get on Twitter rather yeah. than the attention I get on Instagram because Twitter's too. my, Twitter's fo- my it's, it's my yeah. thoughts it's like my thought process it's it's how I think rather than how I look if that makes any sense yeah and, and that's sort of what I learned to use Instagram for too because yeah. like there was a comedian who I had on here Dan Lamore and when I was talking to him about Instagram and I'm like, yeah, I'm just never really built that up. And he was like, yeah, I just really do memes or pictures of my tweets and kind of add to them. And I was like, oh, because, yeah, like the only things I typically do are, are like funny. Like if I'm on vacation, I'll take pictures of dumb stuff instead, like right. a funny sign or something that's messed up or like and would make a joke. And he's like, yeah, keep doing that, but add this or you can do some of your stand ups with cartoons. And right. so like. If that's what you like, like, you can maybe, you know, do Instagram that way. I mean, this, I guess this is me trying to tell you to be an influencer. No, don't be <laughs> But I'm like, if you want to build that up and get, uh, you know, it is one of those things that yeah, I, it's, that's it's what I've used it for. Yeah, yeah, and how essential is it to have yeah. an Instagram like that? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Anthony well, Jeselnik doesn't have an Instagram, and he's the coolest person. But he already made it, though. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, you and I are trying to get yeah. to a, a point and in our And that's careers. the only yeah. reason I do it. Because, like, if I was more famous, um, I would not have an Instagram. I would have a Twitter because that's I actually do enjoy saying stupid shit that people sometimes like just so people know I like that you like them but half the time I really like you know it it is a nice thought but I'm like I just say dumb shit for the sake of saying dumb shit like not really to get a lot of likes I just think it's funny (laughs) you believe in the you believe in the statement that you need uh, a strong Instagram presence in order to make it in the industry that we're currently pursuing i think you can do it without it i agree but i think you have to learn how to use it like because that's what i did with the basic betty and like a lot of other stuff i put up like as i say doing the cartoons because there was another comic uh she's a great armenian comic uh mary and she like does these funny characters oh uh, she's the there. one who did the um she, oh, god, she, oh god i know what you're talking about she the, the jewish mother or something like yeah, that yeah i don't yeah. want to like butcher her last name as well yeah i know she's funny I'm, she's very funny and, yeah. then she, and then she did like a gary v impression i think yeah like yeah. she's really funny and i was like that's really funny and i'm like see i wouldn't be like because i wouldn't feel like a sellout to do that like I really don't like the people that talk, like, do li- Instagram lives. I even just tried to do it in my oh, character, I could never Debra, do that. Yeah, I and can't it do felt, it. And it felt wrong. That's why I never did it again. I can't do it either. Like, and, and, and because it's, like, it's still me. Like, that character's not enough outside of me. But yeah. with Mary's, these were, like, full-on characters. That's why I did the basic Betty, because I'm, like, 
this is not at all like me. I mean, yeah. like I'm totally the opposite. Yeah, that would just Betty. that would make me really uncomfortable. I just yeah. pointed the camera at my face and just like, hey, all okay, right, let's let's talk to my followers. Like I have a basketball yeah. podcast, so I, I'm trying to create a Twitch where yeah. I can strike a conversation, but it'll be about basketball, so it'll be more like contextual rather than me just being like this is me ask me about myself see and that i wouldn't mind doing either as yeah. long as there's another person like if yeah it's yeah by myself i agree like, no it, and to me and for that, a reason yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i get it yeah I, it makes me extremely uncomfortable i don't know yeah. what it is like so uncomfortable to yeah. just and be I'm by glad myself you said that because i thought i was the only one no. that thought it was weird because i'm like zachary levi does that all the time and he's really adorable but sometimes i'm just like are you okay? Do you need a hug? Like, like why right. do you do this? Or like, like the people, like, and a lot of people yeah. who we host with, I mean, I'm not going to name names, because yeah. I'm not, this is me not Oh, he's a big famous actor, so he <laughs> Yeah. Like, it, he, he has feelings, and I care about them. Yeah, and disclaimer for anybody who's listening who knows yeah. both of us, this is me not yeah. hating on you, so don't think I'm hating yeah. on you, but like people will I'll, like. I'm probably hating. Well, mm-hmm. we'll you know, post a story and just be like, yeah. tell me what you think about blah, 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 blah. And like have conversation. Yeah. With the, and I get what they're doing, but like, to me, I can't do Like to me, it just doesn't come across as authentic. And I don't understand how people think that it comes across as authentic because it's, it comes across as very phony to me always, every single time. I don't think I've ever seen a, a video like that where it's like, you know, so I'm walking to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think. Like it just comes across as yeah, because they don't actually care to. what they think. They don't. They're just and, trying and, to engage. Yeah. And maybe because yeah. we're in the industry, yeah. we get it, and we, we know the other side of it. But to me, it just never comes across as authentic, ever. Yeah, and that's the thing, is yeah. I know it's me, because I don't really care what you think. I mean, I'm sorry, folks. Like, I'm glad that you, you listen to this, and yeah. I like that you like this, and that is good for you, but, like... Your feelings are your feelings. Like, that's how I feel. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it doesn't really affect me anyway. And as I say, I, I appreciate it. But, like, if it weren't there, it wouldn't be there. I mean, right. I get what you're saying. I, I'm like, I guess I'm a little nihilistic about it. But it is one of those things that... But when I see people doing that, I'm like, you obviously probably don't really care either what these individuals think. But it's like the mass, like, idea right. that people think care about what you think. That's just all inherently narcissistic to me, and it's it's icky. I yeah. I mean, I don't want to call yeah. it names, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I, I yeah. totally get what you're saying, but I mean, and, and too, and like but people I, have healthy levels of narcissism. But I, that's what I'm saying. I think as hosts, like yeah. I'll be honest with you, like as a host, yeah. like there's probably some type of narcissism within me as oh, well. Yeah. I mean, a, a, I'm a 14 on the Dr. Drew scale. You should take. That. I'll take that. Yeah. That's funny. I will take that. So like, I'm not saying I don't have a form of narcissism. Yeah. Like I obviously, do. I'm, I want to be on camera. I want to have my own podcast. Like I love yeah. being in. Like I love that stuff. But this, as an influencer, for some reason, it just makes me uncomfortable, and I can't figure out why. Yeah. I can't figure out why. And and I think it's because you and I must probably come from the same school of thought. Like, because my mother always told me, like, look, like, the world doesn't revolve around you. Yes. Because, like, and you've got to learn that. And, like, that's probably the best thing she ever said, except for, like, if you're doing something illegal, don't draw attention to yourself. Like, that also was a good advice. But, like, those two things. Um, Yeah, combined with that, or why I'm a little bit more level headed, and know that I'm like, I'm just interested in making good products. Like, yes. and I see myself, even though we, but we are the product. Like, as opposed to like people that go on Shark Tank for their their items. And that's how I see like how how we should think about this. Is like, I agree. Yes, you are the product. You have to sell your product, but be interested in giving people something. Like, like whatever your product is, whether it's a basketball podcast or you know stand up comedy or acting or whatever. You have to do, like, what that is, like, and to the best of your ability. 
And then that's what you should get appraisal for or people like like it or, you know, and that's what should feel good. You shouldn't really feel good just because people like are liking nonsense, like that you're not really trying, you're not really doing anything. And that's, I think, what's the difference between the influencers and then people like, because, yeah, I mean, lots of people like Dak Shepard, like in Kristen Bell, they have their own product lines or like they have a lot of like product placement or whatever. And I don't see that as anything different than what I do just on a lower scale or like, you know, Maria Menounos, the aforementioned, she does pretty well the similar stuff. And I'm like, but that's because you are a product and they they need you. Like, in, it's sort of like a cohesive relationship as opposed to some people that I'm like, you know, what else are you selling? Like, I get you're selling vapes. Right. You're selling your numbers. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. really what it is because I, a lot of influencers that I know... Yeah, they have or no they, substance. Are, they, yeah. There's no substance. They really don't have a following. Like, you might have 100,000 followers, but how many of those 100,000, like, really care about you or really are yeah. interested in your opinions or are really interested in anything that you're doing. Like you might just be a very beautiful girl or a beautiful man and that's why they follow you. But outside of that, they don't really give a damn. So it's like, who are you really influencing and what are you influencing? Well, and it's interesting that you brought up that point because the thing is, I recently read an article and I've seen several similar ones and I wish I knew the source, but whatever. Um, it was all about how the influencer bubble has really burst because like yeah. you say... Those 100,000 people or whatever that follow you, do they even really care what you do? And they found out they don't. No, because none of these product placement things were working. Exactly. I mean, and, and that was sort of the thing, is a lot of these people that were making money because of their high following are not anymore. And they're looking at more people like, I guess, me, and I see other people because like soap stars, things like that. They're looking at more people, or like Marie Menounos, that have maybe not you know, a big following, and like Maria, like some of these people have a little bit more, what do they call them, like micro-influencers? Yeah. But at least they see that genuine engagement. And that's one thing I'll say about like the podcast, and that's why in sort of a way, like that's a way that you get paid, hopefully, or like, you know, can with your podcast, is you can sell ads, and that's sort of like your way of making your product monetizable. Right. And it's in a similar fashion. If you, you know, say are, you know, a face for something uh, and you stand by that. And I sort of see it as the same way. Yeah. And I feel like the whole process of being an influencer, like you have to take a picture that looks a certain way. And what you're doing is you're attracting a type of audience that isn't going to buy your stuff because they're just following you because you look good. Yeah. That, 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 that's yeah, literally they it. don't actually care what you have to say. Yeah. As opposed to like a comedian, a podcast, right. or, you know, or um, what are jobs that aren't me? An athlete. Right. I mean, because as I say, these people, you know, people are at least a little bit more influenced by them than the so-called influencers because they see them doing something right. else. And they connect with them on a yeah. personal level. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to connect with an influencer who you just see a pretty face. Yeah every day and, and that's what you know them as you know they might be a host they might be on TV they might be a comedian but all you really know of them is like oh they're pretty yeah. they're, they're cute they're handsome type of thing and there's no personal connection ever and I think that's what influencers these days are really missing it's like they don't understand that's like yeah you might be getting followers because you're posting like really cool pictures or yeah. but you're not really gaining this personal connection like I don't have too many f- followers on Instagram but I'm very proud of the engagement that I have because you know, luckily I'm on a, a popular podcast with Ross Matthews and like, yeah. I have, I legitimately have people who care about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's I, always I, 
always a good yeah. feeling. Like, that yeah. is the thing. It's yeah. like, don't, I don't feel people to feel like I don't like fans. I'm like, no, it is... When you genuinely care what I have to say, I like that. No, that's what you I'm would, saying. I would yeah. rather have... I, I think I have, like, 2,500 followers, which yeah. is nothing. Like, it's absolutely nothing in the, in the grand scheme of what we're trying to do. It's nothing. But I would take that over someone who has, like, 25,000 yeah. and doesn't really talk to any of them because I should have conversations every day with people who care about my well-being and care about, like, my life because of the podcast that I'm on. And I don't think, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think influencers have those type of relationships with their followers. No, and I've always been more of a uh, quality over quantity person anyway, Um, just because it's, like, that's just the best way to go. I mean, because, as I say, I'm not big on intention and everything. I don't, like... I don't need a lot of people, but I like the best people. And, and too, like, because my, you know, hero and hopefully mentor, like, one day, Adam Carolla, like, he very much cares about, like, his fans and his people, but doesn't really give a fuck what anybody else thinks. Right. And, and like, that is sort of the, the way to be, is, like, look, I, I want people to like me for me. Like, because it's funny, like, I, uh, on... What should have been Bourdain Day, because uh, it, oh, yeah, yeah. it was Andy yeah. Bourdain's birthday, it was uh, the day that Michael Jackson died, like 10 years ago, and there was a lot of people posting like good things about Michael Jackson, and yes, Michael Jackson was a talented singer, but he's also a homosexual <laughs> child molester, <laughs> not to be all Norm MacDonald, oh, but God. Norm MacDonald was saying this for years, and then you have a documentary called Leaving Neverland, and it kind of confirms somewhat of what we all had long suspected. All of the, you know, allegations, years. And, and guys, there were court cases and things like that, just like with Cosby and other things. So, like, and with Weinstein, too. It's like, guys, like, see the writing on the wall. And no, because so I, I tweeted, happy uh, celebrated child molester day. Oh, my God. And, um, How, like, a you, lot of people. What did you get for that? Like, I didn't get any hate, but I got no likes either, except for my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but she did write inappropriate. <laughs> Who um, she gave it a like? Yeah, I know. I was like, my mom likes all my tweets, which is nice. Um, I have a very but, supportive mother. But don't you think it's funny you don't see influencers yeah. on Twitter? Like, you no. Isn't because, that crazy? You don't get paid for your thoughts. Because they have nothing to say. Yeah. Too, most people are afraid to say shit like I do. Like, I said shit to Bill Cosby and O.J. Simpson. I just want everyone to know. I actually tagged them in stuff whenever they That's were amazing. tweeting and being funny. Because, again, my other hero, because I like nasally skinny white dudes, apparently, is Norm MacDonald. And that was why I was making the joke. And, like, I remember being like, so, like, I, I even retweeted the joke later and was like, so what was the issue here? Was it because this subject matter makes you uncomfortable? Or is it because you all feel like hypocrites for your Michael Jackson post? Wow. And, like, I was so glad I posted that because this creepy follower I had quit following me. Oh, I was nice. like, you have no proof, blah, blah, blah. And I'd already muted him because he sends me creepy messages. And so I was like, guys... I accomplished something. 
That guy quit following me for that, so that goal got a win. Yeah, yeah, that is a win. And then other I mean, you could just like, block that follower. I know. I was like, oh yeah, but I like Anthony Jeselnik said like you should just mute because it's less harsh, and then they can just keep going on. Got and it. They don't know. And I was like, yeah, I think I like that. Okay. Yeah. And then you don't lose your follower count. <laughs> no. Exactly, because yeah. I'm like I used to block people because let's just say if you're a girl that talks about comic books on the internet, you get a lot of hate. Oh man. <laughs> A lot. But, so I blocked a lot of people on Twitter over the years. But, because I just don't, like, I'm not going to, like, feed the trolls. Like, yeah. I have a lot of people muted. Yeah. A lot of people muted. Yeah. 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 So, yeah what do I, people I, get on you about? Um, well, I, I debate basketball, so a yeah. lot of people, if, if, if you like LeBron oh, James. sports. Yeah, know, you know exactly yeah. how it is. I used to do a sports YouTube channel. Yeah, so basically, yeah. if you like LeBron James and Kobe fans come at you, if you mm-hmm. like Michael Jordan and LeBron fans come at you, mm-hmm. um, outside of outside of sports, nothing really. I mean, uh, the other podcast, I'm on Straight Talk, I mean, everyone who's interacting with me on that, on that podcast has shown me nothing but love, and I don't really think I post anything too controversial. I mean, I, I'm very left politically. I wouldn't say left. I mean, I have... You're and, not like me. Says so happy celebrated shoveling. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll post my uh, opinions, uh, po- like my political opinions, but I haven't gotten too much hate on that. Yeah, I try to avoid politics because yeah. I'm pretty middle. Like you and, strike me as a libertarian. Oh yes, thank you. You yeah. know me because as you see, like, um, like, and that's why I like Adam uh, and and certain other people because it is one of those things that. I am definitely more liberal than a lot of people, but the, we've gotten a little too crazy in this country. In my well, yeah, opinion, yeah, I agree. I, and that's why I was like, both sides have gotten too insane, so it's like, hey, I'm going to stay here right. in this middle ground. Interesting, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm, we don't have to turn this into a political podcast, uh, but... Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, man. But I do agree with your general yeah. statement that both sides have, yeah. have gone a little too far, yeah. I know, because I was just recently listening to uh, Jason Whitlock on uh, Adam oh, Crow's podcast. Yeah. I, I like him. Do you? Oh, yeah. he bothers me. Because, <laughs> really? like, I was, like, liking their interaction, because Adam's yeah. like, oh, like, you sound like me. And it was, like, his, they're bonding, and I love that. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, you know, because I'm like, I like that he's not afraid to say what he thinks. No, like, he's not. He's not, a, he's not yeah. afraid to go against the grain, too. Like, he's, he's a black man in America yeah. who's not afraid to say the unpopular thing. Yeah. Um, which I do respect, but sometimes I do think yeah. he says things just to say them. And after that, it's kind of hard to respect someone when you think they're just throwing out hot takes rather yeah. than that's how they really feel. So Yeah, and he even said, like, and this was one of my more favorite lines, because I like people who call themselves out. I mean, I, and that's what I try to do, too. When I fuck up, I fuck up. Like, yeah. it is what it is. Because he's like, you know, I, I would prefer, like, he goes, I'd like to be, you know, known and listened to for the things that I say, not so much the things that I tweet. Because, you know, when I tweet things, it's just nonsense. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, I like that he kind of said that. Because yeah. I'm like, I do that too. But it is funny, like, the other day I, like, tweeted, and I'm like, hey, most of my stand-up is just stuff I'm afraid to tweet. Like, I'm basically calling myself for still, I mean, as much as shit talk I will do, yeah. like, tagging OJ and being like... Hey, um, there was something about well, being a murderer. <laughs> well, you're braver than I am. I read a lot of OJ jokes. Because I'm always constantly, um, yeah, I'm thinking about maybe companies seeing my Twitter and just yeah. being like, oh, we don't kind of want them. I'm also, That's probably why I yeah. don't work a lot in LA. <laughs> maybe. But I'm also cognizant of that when I post my political uh, points. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll post a political point and then delete it the next day, just, just in case type of thing. And 
a part of me is scared to actually really go in and how I feel sometimes because I know that I have followers, probably half of my followers disagree with me. Or, you know, there's some company looking at my page and I'm just like, you know, this could actually affect whether or not I get a job or not, so... I'll be totally honest, because as I say, I only like a few people. Yeah. The only thing I refuse to tweet is like political stuff because I never want Seth MacFarlane to think less of me. (laughs) Because like once he knew me, like he knows Adam, he would understand that that's the reason we're more like that. You have to do a few voices on Family Guy first and then, yeah. And he is, seems like more of a respectful person, like not really hateful, but like... And I like to think of that, but I'm like, if he ever thought that of me, I would be well, very upset. I think I love Seth MacFarlane. I, when I think of Seth MacFarlane, I think of someone who's objective. I think yeah. of someone who's oh, very yeah. intelligent. Oh yeah, he is a very smart. And I think guy. I think there are a lot of people. I think you know we don't give each other enough credit where we can have a different opinion and still get along and, and be civil about it. And I think he would be. Like and, that. and he seems like that kind of person because yeah. I see his interactions. But, I agree. And that's why I'm like less scared. But, yeah. Like because I'm like I literally give this shit about like. As I was saying, just about a handful of people's opinions, and yeah. you know, some of them are more left-leaning than I am, and I really have to watch that. Yeah. Because, as I say, like a lot of people are just out for blood in this country. I agree. These days, and I'm well, like, a lot of people are angry. Simple. On both sides. Yeah. yeah, and as I say, I'm angry. Yeah. That's why I was I'm angry too. all the time, guys. I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I, I'm that's why I'm an alcoholic and a pothead. There we go. I mean, amongst, you know, other things, like... Uh, yeah, so you forgot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah, family, genetics, like those things. Um, environment, those are other reasons why I'm a pothead and alcoholic. That was where I was going with that. Well, I think family and environment dictate a lot of what you become. I think mm. your environment pretty much raises you and dictates the path that you have in life. I mean, obviously there's exceptions, but it is a huge part of why you become who you become. Yeah. So. Wow, this, we got deep. I know. Who, who yeah. knew a, a podcast about influencers got yeah. deep? That's yeah, this podcast gets pretty deep. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. So, I don't know. Do you think you're going to be an influencer anytime soon? No. Like, yeah. I, as I say, I don't really want to influence people because it's like, you guys, uh, happy child molester day. The person who tweeted that, don't follow me. I'm right. a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> like, guys, there, I, I, like... It is funny because, like, let's just say there have been some people who come to my house who I see as way more successful or should have their shit together, and they come in and they think I have my shit together. I think you have your shit together. This is an amazing apartment. I mean, this is an audio podcast, but I'll tell you guys right now, this is a really dope apartment she has. Yeah. I know. Um, thank you. You're I really welcome. like interior design, and I'm really like You're good at attentive. It. Your feng shui is on point. Yeah. You should be an influencer for feng shui. All right. I don't think that's Marie a product, condo but. eats your shit. <laughs> but yeah, like I could do that and I would enjoy that because yeah. it is a passion of mine and I wouldn't mind showing people that. Um, see, you've given me a new job. There you go. But it is one of those things that I'm like, guys, don't let this fool you. I do not have my shit together. I'm just really good at faking you, it. You, you that's why I should fold I the shit out of me. Maybe. I don't you know. fold the shit out of me. You got yeah. that bat hanging off, uh, over your bed right there. Makes yeah. me believe that everyone comes in here, you're going to kick the shit out of them. You're very yeah, neat and organized. Look at you're very neat and organized. You got a lot of memorabilia. Look at this. Oh yeah, I have press, of, press I have pa- a lot of press things. passes everywhere. Yeah, or like you could be an, see you could be an influencer if you wanted to be. Oh, I look at all, all that. Look at that. Yeah. Cow. Oh snap, Cowboys. You were. Yeah, I used to work for the Dallas Cowboys. No biggie. No. <laughs> Just America's team. No. Yeah, that's right. We are America's team, and uh, I don't care how many of you people unfollow us for like saying that. Suck it. 
the Patriots. Who's your I, team, by the yeah, way? I'm a Giants fan, so okay, we're, we're, we're rivals, though. But yeah, uh, I mean, I like because I always like Manning, so like yeah. I liked the Giants. Like there are certain teams that I'm like it, I don't. Hate. Can we hate the Eagles together? Oh yeah, fuck right, the good. Eagles. Yes. I, I like, <laughs> like I love Rob McElhaney, yeah. and I'm really sorry, uh, but yeah, fuck the Eagles. But at least you were a Tony Romo fan too that we share because Tony I think Romo. I'm a is Giants fan. Guy. Yes, I I will say this as a Giants fan. I think yeah. Tony Romo is the most underrated quarterback of our generation. I'm so glad that we can talk about. Tony Romo. <laughs> no one else ever knows who he I is. I think he gets such and, a bad rap. It's crazy. Oh yeah, Tony Romo is one of the best people I've ever met. See, look, he really told nice guy. me yeah. I did a good job. Look like, at that. Like. And you made like, it. Really? Yeah. Like, that was kind of, and now I was like, yep, now I have to leave Dallas. This is the highest peak of my life. <laughs> and that's when you moved it to was, Los Angeles. The next it re- like, it really was just, just not far after that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is one of those things that it's like, oh, I love Tony Romo. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and and it's funny, like, I'm so glad he's on CBS and commentating. He's now it makes so me good. Watch. Yeah. He's so good. Because I like Dennis Miller and I like uh, Tony Romo. Yeah. yeah. Dennis Miller, he's yeah. he's off his rocker. I but love he's Troy, but like Troy's kind of boring. Like, I, got I hate Troy. to say like Troy is a nice person, and there are things that I know that I cannot share on this podcast because people would be not very happy. But yeah. let's just say Troy is a nice guy, but he is not the best commentator. I don't mind him. I think yeah. he's, I think he's okay. Yeah, he's okay. He's a little too dull for my taste. I like excitement. Got it. Like in the NHL, like not having Daryl Razor Ray is like the most painful thing that living in Los Angeles. Because Daryl Razor Ray is the greatest color commentator in the NHL, and he was the stars. And he would also do, like, uh, when it was Versus, before NBC. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is, I would be a better commentator than any of the fucks on NBC Sports, by the way. They suck. Apply. I don't know their names, but Apply. yeah. No, they won't hire women. It's ridiculous. I know. Because it's like... I, being a color commentator for hockey, like, I would do that job in a heartbeat. Like, yeah. Well, he's having a hard hiring room for wrestling. I know it's, like, not... You know, yeah, dude, I'm in love with Becky Lynch. Like, yeah, but like uh, Renee Young is now commentating. Yeah. I, I'm not even a wrestling fan. Yeah. I know that, so that's pretty cool. And yeah, then, um, I'm uh, not a big wrestling fan, but right. as I say, I basketball has like Doris Burke and a few women. So maybe yeah. hockey, maybe hockey. Maybe. Next. Well, Catherine Tappan works for NHL Network, and she okay. always has, and I really like her. Um, but yeah, I do agree. Like, you know, there are certain places like I don't think we should be in the locker room. That's fine. I can be like, um, but yeah, like just as a commentator, that's right. what I would want to do. Wow. Yeah. As I said, I love hockey. And I'm so glad the Blues won. You know, a hockey fan? I'm not a hockey fan. I, I, yeah. What am I? I'm, I'm kind of like... Um, what, what's the word Like, what's the word for acquaintance but for fandom? I don't know yeah. if, I don't know what that is. I, I'm a casual hockey fan, I guess. I, yeah, I root for the Rangers when they make the playoffs. And they haven't made yeah. the playoffs in a long time, so I haven't yeah. paid attention. My sister lives in St. Louis, though. Yeah. And, oh, um, nice. Yeah, when I visited her in St. Louis a few times, I was actually shocked of how much love the Blues had because base, uh, baseball, that's what I think when I think St. Louis, I think the Cardinals. And when I went to St. Louis, this was like two years ago. Yeah. Like a lot of Blues gear, a lot of people wearing Blues stuff. And I was like, wow, they have a pretty... Well, the Blues tennis. finally got good. Like, yeah. um, and that's the thing. And that's really what brings fans because the Stars, there's some fair weather fans this year. But I've liked the Stars and the Blues whenever they suck because like... Yeah. I have family in St. Louis, but I've never been to a Blues game up there. But I, I was, like, season ticket holder of the Stars in Texas. And, like, that's my team. But, like, as I say, like, a lot of times, like, I just like hockey. So, like, when my mom and I uh, would watch it together, 
And so we'd go to the games, and you sort of, like, develop likeness for other teams. Because, yeah. you know, like, the Stars didn't make the playoffs a lot. So you didn't they want made, to they, keep rooting they, they for They made teams. the Western Conference Finals this year, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, they did. Or, no, it was the final before. Like, oh, so, yeah, semifinals. It was like, yeah, St. Louis knocked them out in the semifinals. Okay, got it. But, yeah, like, and so, yeah, they, they're doing better. And, and they won the Cup in 99. Like, that was the greatest thing. That was that's like Madonna why, and Hull, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's why the St. Louis, too, Brett Hull's other team. And yeah. I know Brett, and I love Brett, like, and drunk Brett Hull. I'm so glad nationally you guys know how fun that is. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, 99 stars seem, because guess what? We may only have one cup, just like St. Louis, but we dented the Stanley Cup. (laughs) Do you know the band Pantera? No. No. Well, they were were a Dallas, like, metal band, and they were, like, world famous. Like, you should really know them. How old are you? Mm -hmm. I am 32 years old. Okay, so you're older than me. Yeah. Um, You just, uh, I'll show you some Pantera. They're an awesome band of the 90s. But, yeah, they were pretty, you know, famous, and they hung out with the Dallas Stars because, like, they were big hockey fans. They actually did the Stars theme song. Um, And, like, so, as, you know, hockey players, and I know firsthand, as I say, uh, are big dr- drinkers, and of course, Texas metal bands are big drinkers. Right. But um, yeah, and so drinks were had, and with the Stanley Cup, and Vinnie Paul, the drummer, uh, threw the Stanley Cup off the roof at Guy Carbono in his hot tub. Oh my and, god! Uh, like dented the Stanley Cup. So like. So there's I love forever. That story. Is there forever a dent in the cup, or do they fix it? Yeah, it's it's there. That's amazing. They should keep it there. They yeah, because well, although they do sort of replace the cup, I think every year. Ah, uh, okay. But I like because I've I've touched all of. Have I ever touched? The, yeah, the Lombardi. I think so. Yeah, because it was at uh, AT&T Stadium. Sorry, I almost said Jerry Jerry World, whatever we'll call it that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I've touched the Lombardi, the Larry O'Brien, because I went because uh, I knew Mark Cuban and his family. And was so, and I was in Dallas when the Mavericks beat, like, because at that time I hated LeBron. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was literally one of the happiest sports moments, like 1999 Stanley Cup, and then the Mavs beating LeBron yeah. for the Larry O'Brien, because like I got fucking wasted <laughs> because I went celebrity baseball, which is what Dirk and Mike Madonna would do every year. Yeah. Like, and it was fun. And, like, um, the Larry O'Brien was there because it ended just, like, that week they won. And, and it was always a fun That's event. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. But I was like, oh, man, I love Dallas sports stories. <laughs> and no one ever knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. It's, exactly. like, nice. <laughs> yeah, do you have any, like, do you, because that's something, because that's why I've, like, I've always wanted to make, like, 30 for 30s and shit like yeah. that. Like, because everyone laughs. I'm like, because, you know how Adam Carolla makes, like, race car documentaries and stuff like that? Me, I'm like, I want to make hockey documentaries. You should. Like, your stories. Like, you know, or just, like, insane stuff, like, um, Greatest American Hockey Player and Mike Madonna story. Like, yeah. You should. Why not? Yeah, 30 for 30. Yeah. Do you ever think of that? You Do you have, like, that love of sports? Because you, yeah. you have a sports podcast. Yeah, I mean, I have a basketball yeah. podcast. Um, I love basketball. That's my favorite sport. Uh, I used to love baseball. Baseball was the best the sport I was best at growing up. So I was kind of forced into kind of baseball playing. Sucks. Yeah, baseball yeah. is just incredibly boring. Yeah. I mean, I fell out of love with it maybe at the age <laughs> I'm of like... terrible with this. Yeah. At the age of like 13 or 14, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm done with this. Um, and football. I'm a huge football fan as well. I I have ideas all the time. And right now, I'm basically trying to take my podcast to another level by making a YouTube channel and a Twitch mm-hmm. channel and, and incorporating video because I've got a nice little following going and I think That's I could good. capitalize on it, so... 
Yeah, like, and I did a sports YouTube channel. It was sports without the balls. It was kind of like the soup, but yeah. sports, like, right? Because that's the thing is, I love sports and I love making fun of sports. Like, because that's the thing is, like, I'm really interested in all sports. Like, I love hockey and, like, my Cowboys and shit. Like, I'm very much a loyal person to my shitty teams. Like, I mean, oh, me too. Yeah. I'm a Knicks fan. I've been terrible yeah. since I was, like, 11. Yep. It's awful. And, and that's what I like about sports is, like, you know, it, that camaraderie of, like, you're still, like, in it with the with the other fans. But even it's if it, so yeah. irrational. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like, that's all I'll say. It's like, I got yeah. drunk and punched a yeah. Calgary fan for celebrating in my arena. Yeah, it's like, so irrational. Like, you do stupid things as a fan. Oh, no. And, yeah, I, I kind of detached myself from my teams a little bit. Not too yeah. much. But to the point where, like, I used to get, like, in high school and early college, I used to get mad when my team's lost. Like, you couldn't be around me. And I think I had an epiphany one day where I was like, these people don't give a damn about me. Like, why do I care so much about it? But I love the game still so much that I like well, watching it. That's lucky for you. And yeah. this is why I advise people not to date players on their favorite team. Have you done that? Um, yes. <laughs> um, and know people on your favorite team very well and their wives and the other wags. Oh. But I will say, just so y'all know, you got to learn from a Southern woman's compartmentalization. Like, you know, that good song that Casey Musgraves wrote that that cunt Miranda Van Lambert sang. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> my, let's say my mama's broken heart. Like, that's good advice in that song. Like, to just, like, compartmentalize shit. Like, yeah. you know, and it is one of those things that it's like, yeah, because I want my team to do well. The, the you know one of the best players on the team may be your ex boyfriend, but you got to get over that shit because we need to make the fucking playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and and that really is it, guys. Like and he's still on the team and to I, this day. Yes, but you know what? I want him to. And too, it is one of those things. Do you hate things, him? Do you, no, do I don't. Okay. Like I want what better for him because it's one of those things where stuff doesn't work out. But how long's your day for? Uh, like two years off and on. Get out. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was really weird. Uh, but it's one of those things that it's like, that's sort of what propelled me to move out here. So things always work out, maybe. As I say, much like, you know, and I turned out all right. I should quit saying also, like, you know, and things are working out. They're really not, but, you know. <laughs> but you say it, and you go keep but on I'm saying like, it. Yeah, I think it's good fake to it. say it. Yeah, yeah, fake it till fake you make it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's one of those things that it's like, yeah, uh, I want you to do well because... You not doing well is bad for the fucking team. Right, and I care about the team. Yeah, because I care like, about you right now. I care about the goddamn Dallas Stars. That's so funny. Yeah, or like uh, that Texas Rangers pitcher too. He was just annoying. Like, so that was more like, yeah, and like, and you're just a pitcher, so that's why you have too much free time. Was, was he a relief pitcher at that, or was he no? He was starting pitcher. Yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah, it's like that's why I don't like baseball is because that it's too boring. And, like, the baseball players have too much time on their hands. Because there are some cute ones. Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is, like, nope, you have way too much time on your hands. That's why I like people who, like, hockey, they have a lot of games and a lot of games away from you. Right. Like, because I like going to games, but I don't want to spend that much time with anyone. Right. So, like, that is why it's, like, and that is why I do recommend dating people who have jobs that take them out of town. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause, but not too much, though, because it's... Because then things happen yeah, and you miss much, them. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm one of those people that it's like, yeah, I like being alone. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
I'm like, well, how did this get into dating advice? That's terrible. <laughs> and he has to say, it's like, yeah, I know that's why I'm single. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? How about you? I'm like, as far as what? Um, do you have any dating advice from the dating? Right, I, I, right I think I'm the listeners? wrong person in the world right now to take dating advice. Probably <laughs> was in a very uh, long relationship. I got out of it and immediately starting seeing started seeing someone else. Um, oh, and, you're one of those. No, I'm not. That's, no. that's I mean, I was in a relationship for eight and a half years. I thought I was gonna marry this girl. Um, then I fell for another girl. Ended up breaking up with my ex-girlfriend um, and got into something very quickly. And I just developed toxic behaviors. And yeah. I'm aware of those toxic behaviors. And now I've been by myself for three months without anything. Just kind of, you know, I been to a therapist. Not oh, afraid to admit. Nice. Yeah. But uh, you know, working on myself. And it's, I'm actually in a better spot than I've been in the past like year and a half. And I'm happy about that because I was in a pretty dark spot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to help you out of it. I'll try to help you yeah, out. Yeah, I'm like, are you gonna bright side, Mrs. Brightside? Yeah, um, there's, there's a light yeah. at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I know, and I, I keep saying that. Yeah. I mean, I you know wouldn't be doing this podcast giving you guys advice, but I'm calling myself out on my shit. But sometimes you just yeah. the shit. Piles well, you're up. honest with yourself, yeah. and, and that's what I had to be. I, I had to be yeah. honest with myself, and I, the thing was. The crazy thing was that I was honest with myself the whole time. It was just that I had to do certain things in order to take that next step. Like, I had to stop talking to certain people. I had to, yeah. you know, and, and I had to take a, I, in the hood, in, in the streets you called L's. I had to take a couple yeah. L's, you know what I'm saying? I had to take yeah. a couple losses. Like, you can't win every argument. You can't yeah. prove every point. If someone's going to think something about you, let them think it. It's okay. Yeah. Move on through your mental health. And, you know, once I was able to gain the strength to do that, I was able to just, all right, Detach myself from a situation that I was trying my best to fix, but was just too toxic to fix, and move forward. And I've been moving forward, and you know, hopefully there's uh, some light at the end of the tunnel. But right now I'm single for three months. I haven't. I don't go on dates. I don't do any of that. So yeah, like it is weird the way that people our age like behave in that manner of like the apps and stuff. Like I literally got on the app just to see what it was like. And I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah, I was on Tinder for five minutes. Yeah. I've never downloaded Bumble. I've never downloaded any other app. And the only reason why I downloaded Tinder is because of peer pressure of my friends being in Las Vegas. Yeah. I was on it for like 10 minutes. Like, I can't do this. Yeah, I was like, I looked at Hinge because, you know. Yeah, I didn't know what that is. I had heard some people were on there and I did see some of them. Yeah. Um, But it is one of those things that it's like, yeah, but this is just so like impersonal. And I'm like, I don't like that. Yeah. Like, and my brother, he, like, and that's what's funny, is all the girls he met on Tinder, because he, like, really loved tendering, as he put it, like, because uh, he's 28 and in Dallas, and, you know, yeah. what do you do? And he, he did it for a little bit, maybe met one or two chicks, and he was just like, but I don't even like them, because, like, this is how this started. Like, and yeah. but then some girl comes into his store, gives him her number, now he's actually dating her. What's and more I'm like, personal? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to meet your partner or whoever you date organically. And I'm not saying that yeah. you can't meet someone online, but I think organically yeah. is probably the way to go. And you know, it's kind of discouraging because now I'm looking forward to my future, and I'm like, how the f- am I going to meet somebody? But at the same time, I'm content with being myself for, by myself for now, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's me. I'm like, I'd rather be by myself yeah. than with someone I'm not actually interested in. Yeah. And I see so many other people, like, go down the other path. And, and it, get it married like, to someone they're not interested in. Oh, yeah. In. And it's yeah. just like, that's not healthy. Like, yeah. It's like, if you don't like one another, then maybe don't be together. Right. I agree. Yeah. I don't get that. Or at least see people as special. Like, you know, 
I, I hate to tell everyone they're special because, like, that's kind of what's led to the downfall of our society, I think, in a way. <laughs> but it is one of those things that I think that people are individuals. And it amazes me how many people don't see people as such. Right. Like, people are, I mean, I may call people basic, but they are at least all different people, even right. if they're and all named Katie or Ashley own. or whatever. Yeah. Those are popular names. <laughs> I, I've there too many in my phone, and, and then some of them don't like what you write next to it. Yeah. How, I can't remember you, you were slut Katie. Like, <laughs> there's five other Katies. Yeah. I gotta know which one. <laughs> No, we see why I don't have friends. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you also... No. I, I think you're funny. I yeah, think you should have me. more friends, but you, you seem yeah. like you're introverted and don't put yourself out there too much, so... No. That could be the reason. Yeah. What does it say? Whatever. <laughs> 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 That's just how I am. It's like, whatever. I'm like... I used to always make this joke that most millennials become the baby booming parents they hate. And at least I don't hate my parents... But I did become them, and it hurts. Yeah, like I'm my way. mom. I became yeah. my mother. I'm very much both of my parents, yeah. and that's I and like I like to say on my dad's good qualities by like sticking <laughs> with comedy and doing it because he was in radio and everything. And yeah, I stuck with it even when it was hard. But it's one of those things that it's like I'm also my mom because I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, I'll just say something, like, I'm back to being, like, Daria. That's why it is funny with Mrs. Brightside these days. I'm like, I can still, like, do this sarcastically. Good. But it is one of those things, and I'm like, and then she was even laughing. She's like, you sound just like me. I'm like, yeah. That's well. funny. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, how are you like your mom? Oh, uh, well, we're the same person. We have the same demeanor. We have the mm-hmm. same temperament. Um, We forget a lot of things all the time. We procrastinate all the time. We have the same views on the world politically and yeah. socially and everything like that. And my dad is just a firecracker. Like, his energy is just like, if I were to, like, it's like a, I don't even know how to describe it, but he's like a nervous ball of energy. <laughs> and I'm I'm just the exact opposite. Like, Yeah, I've, you're laid back. Yeah, and I, like, one time I remember in college, I got into a car crash with my girlfriend at the time, um, and she's freaking out. Like, she was like this, I just picture um, Staten Island woman, a girl from Staten Island, that's what she was. And she's freaking out, like, oh my god! And I'm just kind of like getting out the car. Everything's up in smoke. We don't know. We can't see the other car because everything's going on. And she's like, how are you so calm? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just my demeanor. Like, I stay that calm. That was me too. And yeah. I, I was in a lot of car accidents. Yeah. And I would just be like, all right. Yeah. Clear the scene. I stay calm under certain situations. Like, it's... And that's my mom. My father would be panicking. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what qualities I get from my father. Maybe my outgoingness and my friendliness not that my mom's not friendly, but my dad likes to talk to people. Um, he's very social, where my mom is more introverted. But I think I do have an introverted side of me as well. So, I don't know. Yeah. More like my mom. Adelina. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've gotten really deep on this podcast. We did. Like, we talked about influence, uh, influencers about like 10 minutes, but I liked it. Oh, that's, that's how most of my podcasts are. That, it's like, especially when I get other nerds, because not doing After Buzz, I don't get out all of my uh, thoughts so about need, stupid shit. You need your nerd And then when up someone to... else, like, is talking about it, because, like, it took me forever, but I finally found someone to talk about King, uh, or King Shark and Gorilla Garage fight on the Flash. Nobody were talking about it. I know, and most people don't. Okay. But then, like, every, like, I was just like, oh, good. Because, like, yesterday, my mom, like, got off the phone because I started talking about it. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm hanging up <laughs> Like, she's like, all right, yeah. I gotta go. And I was like, is it because I started talking about this? And then she's like, yes, because you know what I'm gonna fuck. I'm like, 
it just my as you see things ping me to talk about dumb shit yeah and then but at least I'm self aware that I know this person has no idea what I'm talking about and I try to shut the fuck up okay. well self awareness is a huge quality yeah. to have because I think there are a lot of people who are unaware of their actions and it's it's not pretty that is a drain on our society right yeah. now because yeah it yeah dad me. dad <laughs> talking to you dad David Allen Greer no my dad okay. <laughs> I was like I thought you said dag and I was like David Allen Greer no my Greer? dad's the most unaware like he, his self awareness is at all time I've never seen anyone as unaware as my father yeah. about his, his uh, qualities it's ridiculous I, I, I can't even go out to dinner with him anymore because he just doesn't understand how rude he is to people he doesn't mean to be. No. He doesn't mean to be. He just, he's accidentally rude. Oh, my grandpa was a total dick. And yeah. And he 100% means to be, but it is hilarious sometimes. <laughs> well, he's aware then. Yeah. He's no, aware. Like, he, he's, like, it is one of those things that he's getting to where he's not as aware of some stuff. But, like, I think people are like, oh, man, like, is it, like, his dementia is what makes him act like that? And we're like, no. That's how he's always acted. Yeah, like, yeah. he's always been an asshole. That's asshol. so funny. But he's going to use it as an excuse Yeah, I mean, forward. I love him and all. I mean, yeah. but, yeah, it's like, he's kind of like Archie Bunker. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I can't use an excuse for my father. He doesn't know what he's doing half yeah. the time. It's not good. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so do you have any last thoughts on the bright side of not being an influencer? No, I mean, just just I want to reiterate that I'm not hating on influencers. It's just, I am. It's, it's just something that makes <laughs> me uncomfortable. That's what I do on Instagram. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. That, and I'm not opposed to, like, selling something. So, you know, if you're an NBA player or if you're, like, some type of sportswear company, hit me up. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, but I, I like I like how I am. I like who I am. And I'm, I don't think that being an influencer is really relevant, I wouldn't say relevant, but needed in order yeah. to succeed in what we're doing. And I think more people should hear that because I know a lot of people who are like us and don't want to be an influencer. I've met a few people like that, but feel the need to be, and then it comes yeah. across as inauthentic. So if you're listening and you're feeling pressured to be an influencer or you want to post certain pictures that just aren't you, don't do it. Find other ways. There are other ways. Trust me. I, I consider myself kind of successful right now. I wouldn't say I'm a complete success, but I, I, I'm very proud of where I've common and a lot of it is because i haven't done half of the stuff that people are telling you to do on instagram so yeah like adam said it best on ktla like a month ago adam carolla sorry i like to pretend like we're on a first name basis you are um but yeah he he said yell uh insane what was it yell horrible stuff into a microphone people quit listening but keep yelling stuff into a horrible uh, keep yelling horrible stuff into a microphone and you'll get a bigger following <laughs> well there you go and that was sort of me because i'm like for a while i would kind of temper some of my jokes to not be as like what i would say necessarily on stage um or like with my family like and like because yeah like a lot of the shit that i think is the funniest shit is horrible like i will say like that's right. why i like adam i like anthony jeselnik or daniel tosh or whatever like that's what i like but I was always a little afraid to do that myself. And then I'm like, well, if that's what you like and you write those better, just do that. Yeah, so I started doing that and I think I've gotten, you good. know, a bigger following. Or like this podcast, I'm just a little bit more honest and good. whatever. And that's what I say. It's like, yeah, be yourself. And, and, and just, like, temper yourself if you're a racist or something. Like like, <laughs> yeah, but most racists don't know they're racist, but I get what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> it's one of those things that's like... It's not hurting anyone, really. Right. Don't be afraid to say it. Right. Is what I've learned because I'm like, 
there's a lot of people that are going to take an offense, but if you didn't really do or say anything that was meant to harm, say it. Like, right. and, and that really is, intentions do matter, and I think sometimes you do have to take risk. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm just like, happy celebrated child molester day. That's right. Yeah. Big risk. One might be, you know it was worth it. I know, it was. <laughs> As I say, got that creepy guy to quit following me. <laughs> it's a win. But yeah, where can they keep up the conversation with you? Well, I'm on all social media platforms at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Um, and as you can tell, I would prefer Twitter, but if you want to follow me on Instagram too, I'm not opposed to that. Um, my podcast is called The Dime with Josh Rodriguez. It's on all podcast platforms. And I'm also on Straight Talk with Ross Matthews if you want to look that up as well. Oh, cool. Um, and since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. See you next Tuesday. Tired of nagging yourself to get a website for your artistic career already? Radportfolios.com creates affordable custom websites for artists. Use code BRIGHTSIDE. That's one word for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com so you can get back to getting booked.